Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. 18-yard line of Oregon, dogs down by four. Snap, Penix to throw, goes for the end zone, off the left sideline, Robodoce! Touchdown, Washington! Fireworks shoot up out of the scoreboard! 138 to go, and the Huskies take the lead! A Heisman moment for Michael Penix! And Aya Manor, as the defenders slip down, has the catch and more. 30, 35, 40, it's a race down the sideline. Aya Manor being chased by Sanders. He's not going to get him. Eric Aya Manor just wins 97 yards for a Stanford touchdown. J.J. claps his hands, back to pass, Hoosiers blitz. J.J. bails out of the right, looking downfield. He's going to find Colston Loveland wide open at the 30, to the 25, to the 20. Cuts back inside at the 10, to the end zone. Touchdown, Colston Loveland. Now the snap. Here's Milrow. Loads up long. Looks. Has a man. Wide open midfield. Taking it to the house. Kobe Prentice. Touchdown, Alabama. 80 yards. USC's kick is up and away. And from the one-yard line is Gerardian Price. 10, 15, 20. Cut back to the middle. Uh-oh, 30. There he goes. 40, far side of the field, 50, far numbers, 40, 30. It's a foot race, 20, 10, and he will win! Yes! Touchdown, Irish! Good morning. Welcome in to Herd Hat Sports Radio on a Monday. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here. Yes! Yes! We're happy to be here. Some color commentators just, oh, oh my I goodness, lo- they make me so happy. I love it. I, I love a Homer broadcast. <laughs> like, not when I'm listening to a game where I have a rooting interest, but just the calls afterward. You see them on Twitter or wherever. And the Homer calls of big plays are absolutely elite. They're he had Notre Dame money line. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard. Our friend that heard at sports here, Nick Baugh. If you've ever heard him on a Creighton radio mm-hmm. call as opposed oh, fantastic. to a TV call, it's two different people. The way that he is able to separate his oh identity my gosh, in those it's incredible. Moments. Yeah. Like the fact that he can do TV and be totally unbiased and a straight up professional, and then he goes and does broadcasts mm-hmm. on the Creighton uh, network. And just goes right back into yeah, because he sits mode. down in the chair for a UConn, you know, St. John's game, and he's just like, "This UConn team is just absolutely special. They have X piece and X piece, and it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah." He he is such an appreciation yeah. for Big East basketball, mm-hmm. and then he gets onto the Creighton call, <laughs> and he's like, "Coach McDermott, I was talking to him before the game, and oh, he just could not stop talking about Baylor Shireman and, and, and the way that he was he was practicing this week." He just gets so oh, he gets much, so excited. The energy, yeah. behind it is just different. Even I'll give him a ton of credit because he he'll do Creighton games on TV all the time, and doesn't ever slip into Homer mode. It's incredible. I couldn't do it. Like if I was doing, I mean, I did a couple of Creighton games last year on the radio, and was full Homer. By like, by the way, you no uh, no not me. But I I could not have guessed that I could not do a Creighton game and play it straight. There's no way. And I didn't even play there. And he did obviously. So. Uh, no, but I love a homer. I love a homer call. 
uh, on a broadcast there. So we appreciate the uh, all the clips cut out by Shane there uh, to get the morning started. Kind of a crazy weekend. There was a lot going on, which is started on Friday. Oh my gosh. Can I tell you how much I enjoyed waking up to that score? You woke up to it. I watched it. I, so I, I'll be honest. I watched it the next day because I went to bed. At, I think it was a halftime. It was 29 nothing, And I was like, man, it's Stanford. Like, uh, all right, whatever. Like, Coach, you know, Coach Sanders, Colorado, they were, you know, they were due to bounce back here after a couple rough ones against Oregon and USC. And so I just called it. I was like, you know, I'm good. I, I'd mm-hmm. been out at high school football all night. I was freezing. Like, I was, I'm going to bed, right? I wake up the next morning to our, our work group chat just with, like, Stanford, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I was like, like, wait a second. I'm like, wait, that game was 29 nothing. What happened? So I, you go over to my, my app or whatever, and I'm like, 46, 43. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Incredible. I got to say. <clears throat> and people are, I don't know, people on Twitter were surprised by this, but I feel like I've been pretty open about how I feel about Dion. I could not have been happier. That was one of the most satisfying results of a college football game I think I've seen all year. I love to see him lose. I do too, especially, man, ESPN did a bunch of the screenshots of his face like throughout the mm-hmm. game. And he basically, where, where it started <laughs> yeah. to where it ended. <laughs> It was kind of. It's, it's, it's kind of like before you get like really, really drunk by night's end, right? You start of, off really excited, yeah. right? You're like, all right, this is gonna be a great night. In the and then middle, you you're see, starting to fade a little. Yeah, you and see by the, the hours end, you're go just by. Like, you're like, why'd I do that to myself? Speaking of which, so I had a friend get married this weekend. Well, oh. they got married. Like, Did you document your drunkness? Uh, you know, we all had a few pictures, <laughs> uh, which is probably for the best. But there was no, so they actually got married back in March, and then they had their reception now, which is a thing a lot of my people my age are doing now, where they get married like in a very small ceremony, then they have a big party later, which I gotta say I love because then you don't have to watch the boring part and you just go to that, go to the fun party. <laughs> okay. So I'm on board for that. I know you're getting married soon, so like, listen, just think about it. <laughs> I mean, feel free just to show up to the after party. Who cares? (laughs) Heading down to St. Louis. Watch out. (laughs) But so I I was at a a wedding this weekend, and shout out to Nina. Congrats. Uh, Just Nina. Nobody else. Josh, too. Nope, just Nina. Well, I've known Nina since, like, middle school, and I've already met Josh. Josh doesn't get a shout-out. It's cool. Um, We don't do shout-outs on this show. (laughs) Just to Nina. Um, But so I I learned – I've started kind of measuring my age and how long it takes me to recover from one of those type of nights. I don't know if you can hear it my voice still. It's still a little uh, – I, there's I, don't, a, I don't know if that's an age <laughs> measurement. I just think it's once you're done with college, it's just it all might, downhill. I, I'll it's be honest, though, it's, it's progressed as I've gotten older, right? I don't think I had my first hangover until I was like 27. What? 26, Did 27. I, yeah, like it wasn't like I didn't have a good time. It just, you know, the the body was able to recover. Well, yeah, because you were, was, you know, you were lifting like yeah. 500 pounds. The metabolism was pretty good. And I'm sure the, you were just sweating out anything and everything. Probably true also. But I had my first real bad hangover, like I think like 27 years old. And then progressively, it's just gotten the, I can drink less and get more of a hangover. Yesterday, I was I was trying to make plans for the rest of the day and luckily this sounds terrible luckily my wife was sick so i had an excuse not to go anywhere (laughs) 
But I, oh, oh, sorry, guys. She's sick, so I'm immobile. Yeah, I was like, no, let's not. I got to stay home, make sure she's okay, take care of things here. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was a whole day thing. I was like, God, I am, I am getting old. It is getting up there. I, to, I, I feel that way every day, and people are going to be like, Andrew, <laughs> you, you, you're still in your prime, right? Not Deion Sanders' prime, but you're no. still in your prime. No, because you're not blowing a 29-point lead no, to Stanford. No, you, but you I would never. I blew some <laughs> different leads today or this weekend on the sports betting trend. Uh, but we'll oh, we'll no. get into those oh, no. uh, here in a few. But, no, I, I, I just feel like alcohol has hit me different since I had gastritis. Oh. Um, so I had gastritis. Okay. Two years ago, okay. Two years ago, around um, around Thanksgiving time, and it was just a lot of alcohol in one night. And sure. Ended up not like getting like a stomach pump or anything, but I ended up in the hospital a couple of days later because I just had stabbing pains oh, in my side. And now every time I drink alcohol, I have to really limit how much I drink. Yeah. Because it. I don't know if causes it, like it, issues. It, you know, it inflames or yeah. whatever. Um, you, it could just be in my head. Like yeah, I could maybe. just be thinking that it hurts yeah. when it doesn't hurt. Uh, but I can't. I can't drink you've, like you've I, got I, I used to anymore. So <laughs> I got. I got the old stomach now. You've got the phantom gastritis. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, and it depends on what I drink too. Sure. Like if I drink yeah. a lot of of sugary things. Oh yeah. Then it's going to be horrible oh, for me. I so yeah. vodka club with a lime has kind of been my best friend lately. Yeah. I can't go anything sugary cuz then the hangover is like a it's a two day. Yeah, I used ordeal. to do crown apple and Sprite Oof, and dude, no. you mix that with some fried food, not great as you're watching football on a Saturday. <laughs> not great. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh that it was a fun night. Mm-hmm. It was a fun now, yesterday was a little less fun as we're kind of, you know, recovering here, but uh, we're back at it. It's, it's a recovery of three days. It is. No, it's, it's that's why Friday weddings are awesome. Oh, yeah. So this was a Saturday night. So I was like, I'm going to be kind of up against it by Monday. Mm-hmm. I feel OK. I don't sound great. I wanted to do a Friday wedding. No, no, I'm sorry. I wanted to do my wedding on Memorial Day weekend. So you had Saturday. So that you, you had, had Sunday, Sunday Monday. Monday. So it feels like a Friday that's wedding. Smart. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, you know, w- with with some familial things, it just didn't work out yeah. that way. We had to do the week before. That's smart, uh, though. That's, but I, that's what I really yeah. wanted. But it's just it's just hard sometimes because if you do it on Friday, then it feels like super rushed because everybody's working. Or yeah, so people are like trying then, to get out right. to of work. Because we did a Friday wedding, and it was good for us because we were off work yeah. already. But for everybody else, it was, hey, they got to rush home from mm-hmm. work. They got to change. They get to the venue, whatever. And then – so, so it, it doesn't – It's like, which one do you take? The lesser of two evils, yeah. right? So the perfect answer is the three-day weekend Saturday. Right? right. And so that's what I was aiming for, and it just didn't work out. But that, I also like the recovery time for that. Yeah, you need the recovery because time. Because even my sister's wedding. You know, I thought I was on yeah. the radio last Monday, mm-hmm. and uh, Avery uh, stepped in um, into the seat. And I was like, oh, great. I got two <laughs> days to recover yeah. now. I'll see you Tuesday, right? I was like, buddy, just wait till Monday to come home. You'll be okay. <laughs> Yeah, but over the weekend, I had a buddy in town, and uh, he came through from Wichita. Yeah, joined me for the UNL hockey games, which Shane was present at on Saturday. Shane, did you enjoy yourself? Uh, I did. It was a good time. A 2-1 game, and it was funny because I went up to the suite in the third period, mm-hmm. uh, which because Shane gets, you know, the royal treat. Yeah, VIP. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Shane's sitting on a step. There's multiple seats in this suite open, and he's sitting on a step next to Sauter, which made me laugh. I'm like, Sauter, you put your two kids in the seat, <laughs> seats next to you, and you couldn't give Shane one of them? 
I know. They're, I agree, yeah. Shane. They're kids. They can sit on steps. But my favorite thing about Shane is, like, the whole time he was, like, practically recording the game, like, in the zone. Oh, like, yeah. When, when the when the, when the Mavs were in the offensive zone, it was Shane on his phone, like, taking video. And then at one point there was a either a major penalty or um, – or a shot that like hit the post or something, mm-hmm. and I watch Shane stop his record and scroll back and like <laughs> watch it before anybody else got to yeah, see it. Like live and yeah, replay. I, I think it was when you saw the major penalty, or, or it was when the uh, the the goal was. Uh, because of the offside. Oh, it, it was reverse for offsides. That's exactly so what it, it was. I love it. And so he paused it and goes back because they can't show reviews in venue. Yep. But Shane got it all on Don't his worry, phone. I got so it. I'm watching him scroll through. <laughs> Does it, did you see the offside? Was it offside? I, I, I didn't see it because the, if it was, that, that guy was – Slightly out of out of camera. <laughs> I mean, if that isn't a Shane moment, I don't know what is. Listen, he's always producing, always content on content on content. You, you love to see it. Speaking no. of offside, oh my gosh. Oh. So, you know, I we, we needed to make some money back this weekend. Okay. Like that. That was like You're the struggling. mindset after Friday. Struggling a little bit after Friday. Okay. We needed to make some money back, and so I placed a bet on four goal scorers in hockey. Pretty outrageous, but okay. also, like, not as crazy as you would think when you bet on guys like William Nylander, who has scored in, like, two of his first four games. Sure. And, you know, you, you bet on, like, the McDavid's of the world and things. But I kind of kept it a little looser. So I bet on Kyle Connor, okay. goal scorer for the Jets. He ended up scoring at 3 o'clock. So I only need three, three more in the 6 o'clock slate. Feeling good. Right. And, of course, you know, I had to bet on Jake Gensel, Omaha product. Have to. And, yeah. and he's playing when we're at the Mavericks game. Got he you. ended up scoring at the Mavericks game. Not at the Mavericks game. While you were While at, I was yeah. there watching the Mavericks, <laughs> the Mavericks game. game. And actually working. I don't just watch. I work there, too. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> uh, and then the um, – the third leg of that was William Nylander, like I said. But the fourth one was Mika Zibanejad, which if you are watching on the stream right now, you can see Zibanejad, comma, minus nine and a half. Here's the first part of my story. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm constantly checking. Then I'm doing a little MC work. I'm, I'm constant, constantly checking again, doing some more MC work. And, um, you know, I, I'm doing a hit at the very end of the game. And my buddy is streaming the game uh, back in the tunnel, but I'm I'm – doing a game with the fans so mm-hmm. I come off the ice from doing that and I come back and I just see him like this oh and no. I go oh is no. that a good forehead thing or because oh. like this could be anything yeah right like can you believe it or dude you're not gonna believe it I would guess bad that just my instant reaction okay. was that's a bad one he goes that's like a soccer player just missing a, missed a goal he that's, goes the Rangers were on a power play oh, no. Mika was on the ice Kreider just went to slap the puck over to Mika it would have come through the crease, Mika, wide open goal on the other side, hits the defenseman's skate, goes into the goal. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, dang, you got to be kidding me. Um, so that bet didn't hit. It was like to win like 850 bucks. Yeah. Um, Doesn't that seem a little early for that kind of a bet? I mean, don't you want to wait like a month or so just to see how guys are kind of. <laughs> I based it solely off of what they did last year. Oh, okay. Um, so it, I, was, I was looking for the carryover effect. Sure. Well, that's not even the worst of it. Oh, no. So you're probably like, Andrew, you, you mentioned offsides. Like, what is this offsides thing? Well, earlier in the game, a Rangers goal was called back for offside. Okay. 
I bet you can guess who scored that goal. <laughs> so I didn't know this, but I'm going through Twitter because I saw somebody post something earlier of Zeba goal, 2-1, baby. Yeah. That was the tweet. And I'm like, wait a second. 2-1? Yeah. I mean, I remembered seeing 2 nothing Rangers and then it's saying 1-0, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember seeing Zabanajad's name on there. I thought I saw somebody else, so I didn't really pay too close of attention to it. Well, come to find out, oh, no. not only did Zeba score that goal and they get called back for offside, but the guy who scored the last goal who tried to pass the puck to Zeba was the guy that was offside. <laughs> That's pretty. That so Chris Kreider, you. he's blacklisted. Blacklisted? He's, he's out? He's not invited mm-hmm. to the wedding? No, he's gone. He's Cutting gone. him out. Yep. <laughs> Even if he would have paid for it, he's gone. No, he's not. He's not coming. He's not coming to the wedding. He's going to have to pay your bet mm-hmm. out in order yep. to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's his entry fee. Uh, so, yeah, I was just like, you've got to be kidding. So, hold on. Answer me this real quick. So, I know it, with baseball, you like doing the home run parlays. Mm-hmm. What are the odds like versus a to score a goal versus a, a home lot run easier. parlay? A okay. lot easier in okay. hockey. So, the odds to score a goal in hockey are probably about plus 125 up to Plus 140 is what I normally play. Kind of depending on who the guy yeah, is. Yeah, and, you know, it, you could have bet on McKinnon to score, and he was, like, minus 135. Okay, sure. Uh, Matthews, I think, had a hat trick that night. He was minus 140 to score. Okay. So if you get the main goal scorers, it's it's a, it's a it's minus. It's like betting a money line. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like betting, you know, uh, what was like a – like uh, – was Notre Dame minus money this week, like um, minus one twenty or something like that uh, against yeah, USC? Yeah, I think so. It's kind of like betting yeah. something of that, sure. like, oh, like a like, fairly even game, yeah. money line. Yeah. So, and it, it's looking at that from the perspective of a goal, of a goal scorer sure. too. Well, then, uh, if you look at the the back half of my name, what does it say, Robbie? Hold on, where where are we here? Got to scroll over to people. Oh yeah, got to scroll over to people. Sorry, I was on my comments. Uh, Zabinajed minus nine and a half. Minus nine and a half. What do you think that minus nine and a half is meant for? Uh, 49ers, Browns. No, but does that one guess. end? Not minus nine yeah, and a half. Yeah, decent yeah, decent guess. This minus nine and a half was Wisconsin over oh, Iowa. Oh, yeah. But it's actually, I didn't get the play at minus nine and a half. I got the play at plus one and a half. In favor of Wisconsin okay. when Iowa took the 7 nothing lead. Okay. Okay? Plus one and a half. This is a team that was favored by 10 points. And you got them at plus one and a half and I got down at, 7-0. Correct. Not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, good live odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I built another college football parlay. Especially considering the chances of Iowa scoring another touchdown were very low. And, I, and they did not. We know, we know <laughs> Big Ten West football, right? We yeah. know how bad that Iowa offense is. Yes. If they didn't have a fluke offensive 80-yard play. Yeah, they can't sustain a drive. No. It's just, hey, that guy housed it. Like, okay, he got lucky. That, yeah. It's either him or it's Cooper DeGene running a punt return back. Like, right. those are, that's yeah. the only offense or pick six that, or that we see, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. So I was like, plus one and a half. Like, this seems like a really good time to grab it. And then I parlayed like five other things in that bet. Uh-oh. Like, Oregon plus four and a half, which hit. Uh, but I got Ooh, that live be, odds. Just yeah, I know. Well, that, talk about a game that I got they a push. just kicked away. I got a push on Oregon because I had them at at uh, minus three. Mm. So I barely, I got my push. I'll be Yeah, okay. they should have went to OT. I couldn't believe he missed that field goal. That was basically extra point distance. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad at all. Right down the middle, too. Yeah. Um, kind of like my Jake Moody missed yesterday. But that's yeah, okay. that was that's fine. That was also surprising to me. But yeah, so I, uh, I put together a five-legger and it was like another 
I think it was 20 to win like 540. It mm-hmm. was a significant amount of money. Get yeah. you back, right? Yeah. You're looking to just get back, get even. <laughs> nope, five out of six. Five out five of six out because of, Wisconsin the, didn't pull it off. And then I had another three out of four finish oh, for no. like 200 and something, which could have helped. Wouldn't have gotten me back. <laughs> it could have helped. Um, and I bet the under in the KU Oklahoma State game. And oh, now you, first yeah. thing you're thinking is why are you betting the under on KU? Sure. Right? Because yeah. that defense is so bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the offense really has, has performed yeah, pretty well pretty good, since yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, again, even with about, the backup quarterback. We talk about carryover play. effect, right, coming yeah. into this year. And no joke, the stat before the game was Oklahoma State in its last 13 drives hadn't scored a touchdown. Yeah, no, they've been really bad. So they, no big deal. Since the second half yeah. of last week's game, yeah. they didn't score a touchdown. So I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, the sharp play was on the under. I'm going to bet the under because somebody knows more than I did. Sure. Yeah. What was that? What was Boy, that? was I incorrect. What was that number at? I got it at 55. And I'm going, what, 69? <laughs> yeah. I think, right? Cause 69 or 71 or something crazy. 37, 32, something like that? Yes. Uh, yeah, th- I believe that was um, spot on. So they were, I think the first quarter it was like 28 or 35 points. Yeah, they, they got off to a fast start. Every other play was a 40-yard touchdown yep. pass. Every other play. Not a lot of defense to be had in that one. And I'm just like, <laughs> here we go again. Here we go. So that's one of those. Three out of four on that one, too. So I actually don't hate that because a lot of times people assume a team will score just because they're playing a bad defense. Mm -hmm. But they forget to account for the fact that the offense is actually incompetent. Mm -hmm. Like, it only matters if you have a functional offense if you're playing a bad defense. Correct. Right? If you have an incompetent offense, it doesn't matter if you're playing air. You're still not scoring. Right. Like, Iowa, doesn't matter who they're playing. They're not scoring. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just not a good offense. They're not competent. And and you're probably not scoring against them. Yeah, right? Which is uh, which is how they win games. Yeah, they stay in games, right? But Iowa doesn't matter if you're throwing out the 85 Bears or Kansas this year. They're probably not scoring. <laughs> the 85 Bears. <laughs> like, they're just not scoring. Either Thanks way. Thanks for giving me some love. I'm just trying to help out, you know. After Justin Fields goes down with injury. Is and that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Maybe you end up with Caleb dude, Williams now. I don't know. Like, first off, he doesn't want to play. And also, he, dude's not the Heisman. Like, let's no, be real. Not, Caleb no, no, Williams no. is not the Heisman. No, I don't think And so. I think Penix did a really nice Ooh, job of like securing it. his spot in the Heisman race. Yeah, he's, I think Bo Nix is still up there, but Penix did a better job yeah. of making a name Penix for himself. Is really good. But uh, is it Tyson Badgen? Is, is it Tyson? I know it's Badgen. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback, the backup quarterback for the Bears that played like D3 football. Yeah, D2, D2, whatever D2 it was. like Shepherd University. Yeah, Shepherd. Yeah, Shepherd yeah. College. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly where he played. Uh, talk about somebody that I'm like, you know, if Justin Fields isn't playing, I'd rather have him than the Mike Glennons of the world. Although I will say, the I felt terrible for him because his first play in, he gets like strip sack, touchdown mm-hmm. the other way, and I was like, "Ooh, that's a tough." Start. It's all good, man. That's all good. A, that's a tough start to a career. <laughs> yeah, he ended up he ended up scoring or throwing a touchdown. No, he ended up looking okay, yeah. but that first play, I was like, "Oh, that's rough." Mm-hmm. He looked he looked like a D two quarterback on that play. Yeah. No offense to our D2 friends out there, but it's a long way from that to the yeah. NFL. It's a long it's a long road there. My boy TK on, on YouTube, got to stop betting against Iowa AR. Always go under. I would have bet the under, but I bet it live 
because I got the plus one, one and a half sure. live. Yeah. The under already at that point was like 24. Like, yeah. Uh, from 38 to 24, and I'm you like. You still would have hit the under. <laughs> well, you still no hit. one could have predicted Tanner Mordecai <laughs> to leave that game, right? I'm not sure it would have mattered. I'm we had back <laughs> backup quarterback galore in that game. Ba- Deacon Hill, baby. Not good. Man, he spells Deacon with two C's like he spells thick. He's a, he's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a little guy. And we know he's not running many hills. <laughs> he certainly isn't. All right, coming up next, we will uh, we'll set up the show. We've got lots for you here today. A lot of college football, a lot of NFL. We're going to preview a tiny bit of NBA coming up later. Uh, we will do all that. We'll set up the show. We'll, we're going to play a little game today, too. New game. Game show host it's MC Andrew Rogers over here. New game, here. and I'll tease it. It's called Shane's World. Uh-oh. Here we go. We've got more of Herd at Sports Radio coming up next. <laughs> 